0: Attention, South Dakota residents. Everything is fine. Everything is beautiful. Go back to your homes. Go back to your jobs. Trust in the authority. Work. Eat. Stay asleep. Work. Eat. Stay asleep. Work. Stay asleep. Work. Stay asleep. Work. Stay asleep. Work. Asleep, keeping you docile and distracted during times of uncertainty. This is the South Dakota Department of Propaganda Podcast. Here are your authority figures, Steve and Corny.
1: Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the South Dakota Department of Propaganda podcast, a cynical attempt to distract you from the systematic dismantling of everything you hold dear. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, as always, is my good pal and show mascot, Corny. I don't trust nobody. That's great anyway. Today's topic is the Panama Papers and Trusts in South Dakota. The Panama Papers were a massive leak of confidential documents from a Panamanian law firm called Mossack Fonseca in 2016. The leak was the largest in history, involving over 11 million documents and 2.6 terabytes of data, and exposed the widespread use of offshore tax havens and shell companies by wealthy individuals and corporations to avoid taxes and hide their wealth. The documents revealed how Mossack Fonseca had helped clients from around the world set up offshore entities in tax havens such as the British Virgin Islands, the Seychelles, and Panama. These offshore entities were often shell companies with no real business operations and were used to hold assets such as property, yachts, and private jets, as well as to conduct financial transactions such as the purchase and sale of stocks and bonds. The Panama Papers revealed the involvement of many high-profile individuals, including politicians, business leaders, and celebrities, in offshore tax havens and raised questions about the legality and ethics of such practices. The scandal sparked global outrage and led to calls for greater transparency and regulation of offshore financial services. The Panama Papers investigation was carried out by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, ICIJ, and involved over 370 journalists from 76 countries. The documents were released in a series of articles by media outlets around the world, exposing the extent of offshore tax evasion and money laundering. The fallout from the scandal led to a number of investigations, prosecutions, and regulatory changes around the world, including in Panama itself, where the government pledged to improve transparency and crack down on offshore tax evasion. South Dakota played a role in the Panama Papers scandal as it is home to a number of trust companies and banks that specialize in providing offshore financial services to wealthy clients, seeking to reduce their tax liabilities and keep their assets private. The documents showed that a number of South Dakota-based trust companies had set up offshore shell companies for their clients through Mossack Fonseca, allowing them to conceal their assets and avoid paying taxes in their home countries. One of the South Dakota-based companies implicated in the scandal was the Trust Company, Continental Trust Company, which was linked to at least 20 offshore entities established by Mossack Fonseca. The documents also revealed that other South Dakota-based entities, including banks and law firms, had facilitated the creation of offshore entities for clients named in the Panama Papers. South Dakota has been criticized for its lax regulations and secrecy laws that make it an attractive destination for wealthy individuals seeking to hide their wealth. However, South Dakota officials have defended the state's trust industry, arguing that it provides valuable services to clients and generates significant revenue for the state. The trust industry in South Dakota is a significant part of the state's economy and plays a prominent role in the financial services sector. South Dakota has developed a reputation as one of the most trust-friendly states in the United States, with a legal and regulatory framework that makes it an attractive destination for wealthy individuals and families seeking to establish trusts to manage their assets. Trusts are legal arrangements in which assets are managed by a third party, known as a trustee, on behalf of a beneficiary or beneficiaries. Trusts can be used for a variety of purposes, including estate planning, Tax management and asset protection. In South Dakota, the trust industry has grown significantly in recent years, with over $300 billion in trust assets under management. This growth has been driven in part by the state's favorable trust laws, which include no state income tax on trusts, perpetual trust duration, meaning that trusts can last indefinitely, strong asset protection provisions, which shield trust assets from creditors and legal judgments. Flexibility in trust design, allowing for a wide range of trust structures and strategies. South Dakota's trust industry includes a variety of firms, including trust companies, banks, law firms, and financial advisors. These firms provide a range of services to clients, including trust administration, investment management, tax planning, and estate planning. The trust industry is a significant source of revenue for South Dakota, generating tax revenue and creating jobs. However, it has also drawn criticism from some who argue that the state's trust laws make it an attractive destination for wealthy individuals seeking to avoid taxes and hide their assets. It is worth noting that the Panama Papers were just one leak from one law firm in one jurisdiction— and that offshore tax havens and the use of shell companies to conceal assets and avoid taxes are a global phenomenon that is not limited to any one country or region. Nevertheless, the revelations from the Panama Papers have had far-reaching consequences for the global financial system and have helped to shine a light on the issue of tax evasion and the role of offshore financial services in facilitating it. South Dakota has developed a reputation as one of the most trust-friendly states in the United States due to its favorable trust laws and regulatory framework. There are several reasons why South Dakota is a popular destination for trusts. Tax benefits. South Dakota has no state income tax on trusts, which makes it an attractive destination for wealthy individuals seeking to minimize their tax liability. In addition, South Dakota has no estate tax or inheritance tax, which can be a significant benefit for trust beneficiaries. Perpetual Trust Duration South Dakota allows for perpetual trusts, which means that trusts can last indefinitely. This can be beneficial for families seeking to preserve their wealth over multiple generations. Strong Asset Protection South Dakota has strong asset protection provisions, which provide a high level of protection for trust assets from creditors and legal judgments. This can be particularly important for individuals who are concerned about potential lawsuits or other legal liabilities. Flexibility in Trust Design South Dakota allows for a wide range of trust structures and strategies, including dynasty trusts, directed trusts, and decanting, which can provide greater flexibility and control for trust beneficiaries. Trust-Friendly Legal System South Dakota has a well-established and experienced legal system that is familiar with trust law and has a track record of supporting trust-related legal disputes. Trust Company Expertise South Dakota has a thriving trust industry with many experienced trust companies and professionals who can provide a high level of service to clients. Overall, South Dakota's favorable trust laws and regulatory framework, combined with its well-established trust industry and experienced legal system, have made it an attractive destination for wealthy individuals and families seeking to establish trusts to manage their assets. It is worth noting that the use of trusts in South Dakota and other offshore jurisdictions is legal, and many individuals and families from around the world use trusts as a legitimate tool for tax planning, asset protection, and estate planning. However, the use of offshore entities for illicit purposes such as tax evasion and money laundering is a global issue that has been the subject of increased scrutiny and regulation in recent years. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem has been a strong advocate for South Dakota's trust industry and has worked to promote the state's favorable trust laws and regulatory framework. Prior to her election as governor in 2018, Noem served in the U.S. House of Representatives from 2011 to 2019, representing South Dakota's at-large congressional district. During her time in Congress, Noem was a vocal proponent of reducing federal regulations and promoting economic growth, including in the financial services industry. As governor, Noem has continued to promote South Dakota's trust industry, which is a significant driver of the state's economy. In 2020, she signed into law several bills designed to further strengthen the state's trust laws and regulatory framework, including a bill that allows for the creation of special purpose trust companies. According to a report by the South Dakota Governor's Office of Economic Development, the trust industry contributes an estimated $3.3 billion to the state's economy and supports over 6,700 jobs in South Dakota. In addition, the trust industry is a major source of revenue for South Dakota's financial services sector, which includes banks, trust companies, and other financial institutions. According to the South Dakota Bankers Association, the state's banking industry contributed over $1.5 billion to the state's economy in 2020, representing nearly 4% of the state's GDP. As a United States Senator representing South Dakota, John Thune has been a vocal proponent of the state's trust industry and has worked to promote South Dakota as a favorable jurisdiction for trust and wealth management services. Thune has received campaign contributions from a number of individuals and organizations in the financial services industry, including some who are involved in the trust industry. Senator Mike Rounds has also received campaign contributions from a number of individuals and organizations in the financial services industry, including some who are involved in the trust industry. And now, for something much less serious, let us relive that time that South Dakota was being openly shunned by the President of the United States.
2: Yes. Much like Uber and sweatshirts without glitter on them, the President has not yet made it to South Dakota. And... And it's not like the people who live there have not noticed.
1: Well, it's official. South Dakota will become the only state without a visit from President Barack Obama. South Dakota is the only state President Obama has not visited since taking office. He's just saving the best for last. Yeah, Exactly, right? Obama came close when he was on the Standing Rock reservation last year. Part of the reservation extends into South Dakota, but Obama stayed north of the border.
2: Oh, come on. He was in the neighbourhood and he didn't drop by? That feels like he's doing this on purpose. The only thing more insulting than that would be if he does go, but does it inside a giant plastic bubble. I'm not technically here, I'm not touching anything, this doesn't count as a visit. But maybe my favourite detail from South Dakota's coverage is how one anchor tried to segue into some more positive news.
1: It's unclear how soon Obama will visit South Dakota, but with 21 months left on his term, he does have plenty of time. Last week, the Denny Sanford Premier Center officials announced Rod Stewart will perform Saturday, July 25th in Sioux Falls. That doesn't make it better, South Dakota.
2: A night with Rod Stewart is only a proper consolation prize if your original goal was to have sex with Peter Gabriel. And it's not like the people of South Dakota haven't been trying to lure the president. Their Secretary of Tourism even wrote to him in 2013, inviting him to visit, pointing out his wife and daughters had visited Mount Rushmore and saying ominously, now it is your turn. (laughs) This, This is all just getting so desperate. And you haven't even seen their latest tourism ad. Mr.
0: President, South Dakota's a beautiful historic state. So why on earth won't you visit us? You can see all South Dakota's amazing attractions. The Corn Palace, Wall Drug, that crazy horse monument that we're going to try to finish real soon. The Corn Palace again. We got some reptile gardens people seem to like. And of course, the Corn Palace. That's like six different things. Plus, if you come, you can meet some real nice people. There's Gus, who closes the Buffalo Gate at dusk. Stay put, you crazy buffaloes. There's Tony, who rides his bike and points at squirrels. And we got hobo George R.R. Martin. Come on, Mr. President. Sure, we didn't vote for you either time, but we love presidents so much, we carved them into a mountain and even have a whole wax museum devoted to you guys. You can see a Jimmy Carter that will haunt your dreams. George W. Bush at Ground Zero, which I guess we thought was appropriate. And we think this is Bill Clinton, but no one's entirely sure. And don't forget, you can see Rod Stewart. So we got that going for us. Come on, Mr. President. I mean, for crying out loud, you've been to Montana. That state's nothing but barbed wire fences and goat fuckers. Oh, I'm sorry. We shouldn't have said that. It's definitely true, but we still shouldn't have said it. The point is, please come to South Dakota, Mr. President. South Dakota. If you close your eyes, you can pretend it's North Dakota.
1: Thank you for listening to the South Dakota Department of Propaganda podcast. You can get early commercial free access by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash South Dakota.